25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What up? Hello, everybody. Welcome in on this Monday. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. Monday, Monday, sing it! Monday, Monday, so good to me. The mamas and the papas, it ain't the Beatles. <laughs> you mess around and get something wrong about the Beatles on the radio and watch what happens. They come out of the woodworks and attack. It's okay, I understand. The mamas and the papas. Monday morning is behind us. It's now technically Monday afternoon. Welcome into the show. Now, lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. As always, you can call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. It's a... 601 number. If you're watching the stream on Facebook or Twitter, there's the numbers right there. So uh, call me at 995-1059. Shoot me a text on the Country Please and text line 601-885-ESPN. Just text away. 885-ESPN. Text away. Love to hear from you today. And then, of course, I mentioned the live streams. If you're watching on Facebook... Say hey to me. I always enjoy seeing your comments, opinions, questions there. You can also comment on Periscope. I can see it all in one place. So if you're watching either live stream, just feel free. Jump in there and uh, we'll chat it up. Text me, 885-ESPN. That's a country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage, on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. And the aforementioned Divinity Equipment phone line, hit me up there. Tell you right now, I'm going to have to get that closer. I'm reaching for it over there. I've got this new stand-up desk. Everything's a little bit farther away, but we're adjusting. Today's day two of the stand-up desk on the radio show. Do y'all know what today is? Huh? What's today? Y'all tell me. What today? What? What's today? It's very significant. You know what it is? Happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> you know, the whole Star Wars deal. And boy, you talk about kicking off a conversation on the gridiron. Buddy, it got them going. <laughs> May the 4th. <laughs> I will admit, that is a child of the 80s. I was a big Star Wars fan. And, you know, as much as we 
Could be back then. You'd go see it in a movie theater. That's it. Go see it one time. Didn't talk about it for a year until you got a chance to go see it again. There were no DVRs and watching it on Netflix. I mean, we had VHS tape players, and you could like, you had like three tapes, and those were for mom to record soap operas with. But I did have, I will admit, as a little bitty guy, so we're talking, what, early 80s? I had a record player, and I had this big Star Wars record and book that came with it. And on the front, it was black, and it had a huge picture of the Death Star on the front of it. And then you put the record player on, and it would kind of tell the story briefly. I don't know how many minutes long it was, but you'd... Every now and then you'd get a little sound clip of, you know, Darth Vader saying something or, or Chewie, you know, <laughs> R2-D2. Yeah, so, and I remember, you know, I was pretty enthralled by that, but I was not a collector of the figurines and the, isn't that what they're called? And, and the toys and all that kind of stuff. I did watch it, but I've always sort of been a fan of Star Wars. But I, I, honestly, as I've gotten older, I just completely lost touch with all of it. I don't know how many there are. I certainly don't know the order. I'm not going to Comic-Con. I don't know any of that stuff. But I have a great appreciation for the Star Wars stuff and enjoyed it as a kid. So happy May 4th to you. Joy says hi on Facebook and may, happy, uh, says may the 4th be with you. Steve says... Uh, Loves the intro here in Jack's voice. Hail State. Dorothy's listening in Phoebe. Hey to everybody on Facebook. And to everybody on the text line. I'm going to get your text in just a sec. I'm a poet and don't know it. First up, Kobe hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. What's up, Kobe? What's going on, Matt? I figured I was on my lunch break. I heard you say call you, so I'm sure you saw the Jordan 5 and 6 documentary last night. I and didn't. I, I didn't see it. Tell me about it. What do I need to know? Well, there, it, it, it's interesting. You know, it goes into his human aspects. You know, and mm. I think one thing, looking at the comparison, to me, yeah, he's the greatest basketball player. As far as comparing him and LeBron, you know, this LeBron is like this generation's Jordan, mm. and I think you really see the difference in why people. Jordan is unequivocally the GOAT. As far as bas basketball was all Jordan, five and six, you see, you know, his habits. It was basketball, golf, and gambling. Yeah. You know, he played basketball, relaxed in golf, you know, and gambled. And who cares? He didn't care. It was, look, I'm here to play basketball. That's it. Yeah. You know, they talk about the Carolina uh, Senate seat race where he, they wanted him to endorse the Democratic candidate. And the statement he made, Republicans buy tennis shoes, too. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it, it, the difference, I sort of see a difference in LeBron there, you know, sure. and in that he's more uh, socially interactive. Mm -hmm. Jordan, you know, he interacted with... Uh, Basketball, golf, and gambling. That's how he was going to Well, and you think Everything about it, Kobe, um, it, you think about, too, with Jordan being who he was and being the star in the NBA in an era where there was no social media. That's the other thing, too. Like, I, I look at that, and you're exactly right. You know, LeBron and Jordan, two totally different approaches when it comes to, like, politics and social issues. 
you know, there are a lot of us that are old and old school, which I'm, I fall in that category and, and, you know, grew up watching Michael Jordan be who he was. And so there are a lot of us that we look at it and go, that's one of the reasons that made, that's one of the things we like so much about Michael Jordan is that he did not care one bit about any of that other stuff, the politics. And I'm going to yeah. be, I'm going to be some type of, you know, social justice hero. He didn't care one bit about it. All he wanted to do was dunk on you and win and hold up the trophy at the end of it. And you, and we kind of like that about him. Now, sure, here in the modern era, LeBron is different, right? Because we do have social media now, which we didn't then. And can you imagine, Kobe, can you imagine over the years the pressure to be an outspoken you know, like social change voice, the pressure that people around LeBron James have put on him to do that, whether he wanted to or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I, I agree with you there. Yeah, there is a big difference there. Because I look at it now, like Jordan still isn't real a big social media or outgoing president. Right. You know, presence in, Pres- in basketball. And I think that's what separated him from a lot of the other great athletes. You know, they show many clips of him uh, with Muhammad Ali. And in five and six, he spoke to that as far as it goes as, you know, that's how he sort of really explained it. I understood those guys, but that just wasn't me, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's what separates him as the greatest, as other greats who played. If you look at them all, they all had some type of social impact. But Jordan is the only player looking at it. I can see where his impact was only basketball mm-hmm. and tennis, right. you know. Right. And he globalized that. So right. I guess check it out, and we'll get ready for 7 and 8. Yep, it'll be here soon. Thanks, Kobe. appreciate the call. You know, and – right, take care. Yeah, thank you. I agree with everything you said. He's He's different in that way. Just as never, you know, I think this may be speculating way down deep into the whole Michael Jordan thing also that Kobe was touching on. But but I can speculate that, again, one of the things that helped him to become such a great player, the best ever, is a very much a, a keen and heightened self-awareness where you know good and well he had and has had pressure over the years to affect, you know, social change or be a voice for, you know, politics and that kind of stuff. You know good and well he's had pressure to do that over the years. You know that Michael Jordan has, but... This self-awareness, I think, over the years to just look at it and go, like you said, Kobe, to say, this isn't me. This is just not who I am, you know? So I'm not going to do it. Not interested. Even even at, you know, the level of stardom that he is and was, to have said, that's not who I am, I'm not going to do it. Um, I just... You know, I know he's had issues. I know there's all this backstory there that we don't know all the the gory details of how, you know, there's some people out here on the record saying that his gambling debt is what led to his father's murder, all this kind of stuff. But for him to go, that's just, you know, 
Yeah, I'm into gambling. Yeah, I'm into basketball. Yeah, I'm into winning. I'm not into politics. I'm not into being your social justice hero. And uh, yeah, so I think there's a lot of people that respect him for that. Because, <clears throat> you know, this would be controversial statement in a lot of places. Uh, this would get me fired if I worked at ESPN, I'm sure. But the fact is, it's, very, it's a very small number of people overall who really care about an athlete trying to be a politician or trying to be a social, you know, justice warrior. Very few people actually care about that. Um, when I say very few, comparatively, a huge majority of the sports uh, fandom, you know, across the globe, don't really care what an athlete has to say about politics. They're not politicians. Don't want to know. Don't want to hear it. Play ball. And then that leads to the whole, you know, butting of the heads, the whole shut up and dribble thing. Well, that's not what it is. It's not pretending we're, we're not. Nobody would tell LeBron James or someone else, hey, you can't feel passionately about something. You can't go out here and try to affect change. No, it's not that at all. We're not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you that, you know, honestly, don't really care. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of things about that that, again, 25, 30 years ago, I think Jordan had this keen self-awareness to just stay out of it. And it's amazing to me that f f strictly from a business standpoint, it is absolutely amazing to me that some people would actually, I don't know, take issue with Jordan saying something like, hey, Republicans buy sneakers too. <laughs> like it's, it's not controversial. It is strictly business. It is very matter of fact. It is the same approach that everybody takes in business. I'm not trying to alienate one group or the other. I mean, it's, it's a business. You know, there are other people tied to it. <clears throat> Yet you have people on one side of the political spectrum try to shame somebody like Michael Jordan for trying to sell shoes to everybody. It is the dumbest thing that we get into uh, sometimes as a society. It really is. All right, here we go. Country please and text line. Real quick, and then I'm coming to Jack. Uh, Slippery when Rhett says, May, the, uh, May 4th. And let's see, he says, And my client's seven-year-old daughter just gave me 15 minutes of spoilers on the latest movie that I plan on watching tonight. <laughs> How about that? <clears throat> well, hey, look, earmuffs. You know, stick your fingers in the ear and do like Jim Carrey and just say la, 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 la until she finishes. Um, Jason in Flagstaff on the text line says the pressure on Jordan was immense as well. I remember Oprah asking him why he didn't involve himself more in politics. I think it's just because he's smarter than everybody else. If you want the answer, I think about, you know, one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves sometimes as people is we look in the mirror and we tell ourselves that because we believe in something and you know, or we have a certain belief one way or the other. The biggest lie that we tell ourselves is that me, my, our opinion is something that everybody welcomes. It's just not the case. And that's 
from me to Oprah. All right, Jack, on the Divinity Equipment phone line. What's up, Jack? Matt, I watched the George show, and it was great. I was just a little appalled that they used the F word as much as they did, and he did it, and the producer didn't have a decent to take it out. It's hard to sit there and watch children with them using yeah. that F word. Well, and let me stop you right there, Jack, and I'm going to let you continue. I'll just say that, okay, we haven't watched it in my house. I'll watch it one of these days when it's on demand. But during this shutdown, from the time I wake up in the morning until the time I go to bed at night, I'm with my daughter, who's eight years old. I'm spending time with her. Yesterday afternoon, we spent we put up a new basketball goal, um, and we spent two hours yesterday afternoon uh, before and after dinner playing horse, right? So I'm not coming in the house and telling my daughter – that she's got to go to another part of the house just so that I can sit down to watch a sports thing because it's got profanity from start to finish. So that's one thing about it. The other thing is, I think we all do need to admit, now, I can take it. I, it doesn't bother me, people using bad language. And a lot of times, you know, I get mad or I, I'm hammering nails, driving nails, and I hit my thumb, I'll say something I shouldn't say. That's the way we all are. You know, it's I, I don't like hold some big grudge or like judge somebody for using foul language. But the fact is we now live in a society where our media outlets and a lot of media people, number one, they think it will get your attention better. If I say the bad word, you know, the F word. Mm -hmm. And they also think it will appeal to a younger, more edgy audience if we allow that stuff to fly. So it is a, it is an attention grab and that's what it is. 99 times out of a hundred, it is, Hey, look at me and how edgy and cool I am. I'm saying bad words and I just don't have any respect for it. So, you know, it's one small reason actually that I haven't watched it yet, to be honest with you. Well, it was a great series and I really thought he wouldn't use it that much. And I thought the producer would have, we'd we, we take it out. But other than that, it was really good. But it, it's just something, you you know, with, when you got children in the room, it's kind, of, it's kind of embarrassing. It is. And, Jack, you know, they are the ones that are mistaken um, for not taking it out because it, it limits their audience to a degree um, from what it could be. They may not care, but it does. It also is uh, not necessary. And content is better when we can focus on the actual story, or if you were to say, like, take a comedian, comedy is better when we can focus on the actual joke as opposed to the bad words mixed in the middle of it, you know, all the, the curse words. Um, and, yeah. that, and so it's just their mistake. They're just making a mistake as much as anything else. Appreciate the call, Jack. Thank you. All right. Have a good one, man. You too, man. Uh, mad male person on the uh, country please in Texas politics is one reason I dislike LeBron. You know, and hey, say what you want about Jordan. That's something he never ran into. Chris, hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. What's up, Chris? What's up, Matt? Hey, man. Hey, man. Just to say, just to say something that you know, kind of a different opinion on what you just said. I kind of use those as teaching moments with my child. I have a yeah. five-year-old. Yeah. I can see I that. Him, I mean, I'll tell him, hey, you know, look, you don't hear your daddy saying those words. I don't Hey, and you know what, Chris? Him. I wonder if it's, I wonder, I don't know because I don't have a son. I feel like it might 
be a little different, you know, for me as a parent, girl versus boy. I don't know. But you're right. I, I think there comes a time where you go, you, you stop shielding a child from that stuff and just let it come on in and let's just use it as a teaching moment. You're probably doing the right thing. Right. And I, I will say this. This is the one thing that I took from the – that I've taken from this whole series is that I think that, like you said before, it's basically squashed that 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 idea that LeBron or Kobe was ever better than Jordan. No, right. Because guess what? I mean, you look and see some of the things he was doing and some of the great players that he was playing against, like Barkley and Ewing. And guess what? He made it look effortless. I mean, mm-hmm. Kobe did a little bit, but I mean, LeBron looks like a big old horse running down through there. So I mean, he don't look effortless to it. Right. But. Jordan really did. And the thing about all that is, is that, you know, hey, it is what it is. But I got one question for you, and I want you to answer it for me. Have you ever, ever come, heard me come on here and try to stir up anything with Mr. Beaver? No, I don't think so. I, I, that I can remember. I don't think so, Chris. He tried to, he tried to, he tried to sit Chris on me. <laughs> Well, so what? He Chris is. I mean, Chris is the <laughs> nicest guy uh, you know on the planet. So if he's six Chris on you, I mean, like to what end? What's Chris gonna do? Compliment you to well, death? Chris took up for me. Chris <laughs> took up for me. Oh, Adam. Well, see, Beaver, I told you. Beaver, Beaver, Beaver told him he like Wayne's brother Beavis and Butthead, and then he kind of Chris kind of went at him, and then he said, "Well, how good can the show be? One of them's name is Butthead." <laughs> Y'all have a great day and I'll see ya. See ya. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. Off to an interesting start. Good calls. Really appreciate you getting it started for us today, Kobe. Get to your Facebook comments coming up next. Stick around. We had uh, some sad news in the sports world today with, I'm sure you've seen it if you've been on Twitter or, um, you know, you might have heard it elsewhere too, but Don Shula, longtime Miami Dolphins head coach in the NFL, legendary head coach, Hall of Fame coach, passed away today at the age of 90. Don Shula was 90 years old, but listen to this. Here's a note that was on Twitter about the career of Don Shula. You think about the generations that his career spanned. This is really incredible to me. Well, I mean, it makes sense. We can add it up. It's just, it's it's hard to believe. Don Shula coached against, head coached against a man who was an NFL head coach in 1920, the league's first season. And also against somebody who is still an NFL head coach today. He was five and four head to head against George Hallis. And he's two and zero oh versus Bill Belichick. How about that? George Hallis was a head coach in the NFL in their first season in 1920. Don Shula coached against him nine times. He also coached twice against Bill Belichick head-to-head and beat him twice. Isn't that something? Wow. Back on the show. Welcome in. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. 
I've gotten a couple of messages about the uh, ESPN Last Dance docu-series on Michael Jordan uh, that says there's a censored or what was it, bleeped out. Is it bleeped out or they just take the curse words out? version that they are airing on ESPN2. I'm don't. i not sure I was aware of that. Gatorman, thank you for the heads up. Gatorman says on the Country Pleasing text line, they're playing it on ESPN2 with the language uh, bleeped out. Jay on Facebook, same thing, said uh, that ESPN2 shows a censored version without the language. I didn't know that. I'll have to look that up. I think that'd be the way to go. I mean, some of the things that are in it, I'd like my daughter to learn it. So we'll see about that. Kobe on the country pleasing text line says ESPN cares. They play the edited version simultaneously. Okay. So it airs at the same time on uh, ESPN too. Okay, cool. Unnamed texter says, Matt, I totally agree with what you said about the use of profanity in the media. We can't watch any of the movie channels around my kids because you just never know what might be said. Yeah, look, you know, when people can make their own decisions, um, you know, I have what I believe is right and wrong. I guess others do, too. Uh, as parents, you can make a decision. Some people, you know, raise kids differently. Like we heard from Chris a while ago, he said he kind of uses the language moments with his son, young son. I think he said he was five as a teaching moment. And I can understand that totally. I think there comes a moment for that in every kid's life. But as parents, we just kind of decide when our kids are maybe ready to, uh, to make that step. All right, so hit me up. Y'all text me 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. That's the text line. Text away if you're not driving. And if you need the number, it's 885 Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, 601-995-1059, 601-995-1059. Beaver, I feel that I have waited way too long to say hello to you on a Monday morning. How you doing, sir? I'm all right, Matt Wyatt. And a boy. I am all right. All right <laughs> is not fantastic, though. It's not. Okay, we'll find out later. If you're listening, I know you're on the edge of your seat. I want to find out what's up with Beaver and his new entertainment center that was supposed to be here on Friday. And so um, we'll, we'll get an update on that. I do have a question for you, though, Beaver. Okay. Are you a fan of Dr. Seuss? Yeah. Like his stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Me, too. I've always kind of been fond of it. You know, with kids, too, anything that sort of rhymes is really cool. We like it when we're young kids. Well, I saw something on Facebook. And you are a songwriter, musician, you know, the uh, a blossoming, budding career in that realm. We think, we hope. This guy on on YouTube during this coronavirus shutdown got creative, okay, and he got some. He got a couple of Dr. Dre beats, like the instrumental beats, sat down in front of his camera with a microphone, pulled out a Dr. Seuss book or two or three, and began to read the books that rhyme to the beat, therefore turning them into a rap song. The first one he did was Fox and Socks. 
Now, I don't know who this guy is. I can find it out. But, Beaver, I really... Slowly. See if you like it. This book is dangerous. Fox socks, box knocks, knocks in box and fox in socks. Knocks on fox and socks in box. Socks on knocks and knocks in box. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> Let's do it. Goo, blue, goo, gooey, gooey. Blue, goo, new, goo, gluey, gooey, gooey, gooey. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of you a little bit, Beaver. I'm just going to be honest with you. Hey, he really gets into it on the next one. And when Beatles battle Beatles in a puddle paddle battle in the Beetle battle puddle is a puddle in a bottle. They call us a Tweedle Beetle bottle puddle paddle battle muddle. And when Beatles bite these Beatles in the bottle with the paddles and the bottles on a puddle and the puddles eating noodles. Hey, Beaver, like two million people have watched his video. <laughs> Now, what's your honest opinion? Yes or no? You like it? Yeah, I like that. I I really do. I thought you would. <laughs> could you see why I said he kind of sounds like you a little bit? I totally could see you doing it. I don't even know you that well, but I could see you doing it. Oh, I wish I would have had the idea, actually. <laughs> That's it. That's one of those things that I think the reason two million people have watched it, one million watched it and said, you know, this is great. It's entertaining. Two million have watched it and said, why didn't I think of that? Doggone it, I could have done that. You know, but I, I listened to it and I can't help but think, what's next? So, Beaver, I'm not telling you what to do, but maybe there's a, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a, a Dr. Seuss book he didn't do. You put it to music, you bring it to the show, we make you famous. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Well, I'll look into that. <laughs> no pressure. No. I loved it. There's so many things that people have done um, to be creative. It seems like to kind of occupy themselves uh, during the quarantine. What about sports? The Kansas City Chiefs are occupying themselves during the quarantine by doing the same thing over and over and over. The world champion Kansas City Chiefs, what is it that they are doing? Over this rhetorical question, I'm not asking anybody specifically. The Chiefs are occupying themselves during the quarantine by over and over signing former Ole Miss quarterbacks to free agent contracts. By the way, how's everybody feel about the Ole Miss fight song? Uh, yeah, here's the news. The Kansas City Chiefs added another developmental quarterback to serve as a backup to Pat Mahomes by agreeing to contract terms with undrafted rookie Shea Patterson of Michigan by way of Ole Miss. The Chiefs also recently signed Jordan Te'amu, who played with the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL. Uh, veteran Chad Henney recently re-signed with the Chiefs on a two-year contract. He's going to enter the season as the main backup. But now what you have again, guys who were teammates in 2017 at Ole Miss. That was the year before Shea Patterson transferred to Michigan. These two guys who were teammates at Ole Miss are now competing again to be the third-string quarterback for the Chiefs. Which, you know, 
I say that. I guess there is a possibility that one would earn the third string deal if there are situations where they would carry three quarterbacks. I kind of doubt they would in most situations. They're probably going to carry two quarterbacks into games. But you're still going to have a third string. So somebody's trying to earn that, and then there's a potential the fourth guy could always be on the practice squad. The problem is these kind of guys, especially a guy like Shea Patterson, if he doesn't earn the third string job, then he'll leave the Chiefs and go try to earn third string job or something with another team somewhere. That's usually the way that works. I just find it really, really interesting because, you know, when they signed, when the Chiefs signed Tamu, you go, well, he's going to go in there and a chance to compete to be the backup. Well, and that's right. But they also then go re-sign Henny, who's very experienced, has played a lot of football. It's going to be hard to beat him out in terms of a backup, and maybe it's possible. But they go sign Tamu, and what happened immediately? The conversation on this show and other shows, what happened? Everybody starts going, see, told you. Shea Patterson didn't even get drafted. Tamu's already on an NFL roster, a chance to compete. Told you Tamu was better than Patterson. <laughs> Remember that conversation? There were reports coming out of Oxford that even if Shea Patterson had stayed and not transferred, Tamu might beat him out for the job, which I was like, well, he might be better, but they were going to play Shea Patterson. You can bet you. Because of Daddy and everybody else. Well, guess what? Whenever OTAs and training camp does start for the NFL, we're going to get to see another Shea Patterson versus Jordan Tamu competition. Maybe that'll settle it for Ole Miss fans who still wonder what might have happened. Let's find it very interesting. I'm Matt, just getting started with you here on this Monday. Stick around. Back, rolling along with you here in the Farm Bureau studio. Staying connected because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Beaver and I were having a conversation before the show about missing sleep and all the derivatives of that and what it causes and, and what it puts you through. And what some of the causes are, I can tell you one of them. One cause for not sleeping enough is not having a good mattress. And you think you do, and just because it was expensive does not mean it's a good one. Uh, I can tell you from experience, my wife and I have both been sleeping better over the last month and a half or so because we got a mattress from Nest and Wild. Okay, you just go to the website, nestandwild.com. Nestandwild.com. And you order it right there. And I'm going to give you a way to get a discount. You order the mattress. They deliver it to you. Some of the programs, you have up to 99 nights to sleep on it and make a decision, okay, if this is going to be your permanent mattress or not. It's a really cool deal. Here's the other thing, too. It's a Mississippi company, first of all, and I know the people. Second, everything about the mattress and the base, everything you get from them is 100% American-made. Right here in the USA. Number two, no, but that was number two. Number three, <laughs> number three, every mattress is 12 inches thick, 
from the twin size right on up to the biggest king size are all 12 inches thick, not eight inches or 10 inches like a lot of the ones we're sleeping on and we're buying now from other places. And um, they're just a great company. And it's like you can order from them. And if you have a question or there's something you need, you just get in touch with them directly. They're people right here in Mississippi you can talk to. So that's nestandwild.com, a great Mississippi company. Get your mattress there. And if you'll use the code BULLY20, that's B-U-L-L-Y-2-0, you'll get a 20% discount at checkout. And you'll get a free pillow top mattress cover with your order. So it doesn't get much better than that. Y'all try it out. Okay. A few texts here. And then I'm coming to a couple of Facebook comments and one Twitter Periscope comment here, folks watching the live stream. Uh, Joe on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast, go to countrypleasing.com, order sausage, they will FedEx it to you. Doesn't get much better than that. Joe says, Don Shula passed away, and all they want to talk about is the last dance. What a joke. Talking about who? Who's they? ESPN? Uh, you know, I wouldn't know. I'm not watching. Uh, Gator Man is asking for a link to the uh, the rapping video. Listen, y'all, somebody, and, and Jason in Flagstaff on the text line also said, that does sound a lot like Beaver doing the, the Dr. Seuss rap deal. It's great. Okay, if you're just tuning in and missed it, I found this clip. I saw it. It was a YouTube video. It popped up like in a Facebook story or something. And I went and found it. And this guy is on his YouTube channel looking into a camera with a microphone in front of him, reading a Dr. Seuss book to a rap, you know, song. It's a Dr. Dre beat. And he does the Dr. Seuss lyrics, basically. This book is dangerous. Fox socks, box knocks, knocks and pops and fox and socks. See, doesn't it sound like Beaver? Anyway, uh, somebody commented on, um, Matthew commented on Facebook, who's watching the live stream on Facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt, and Matthew said that it's a challenge from elementary school teachers and principals challenging other schools to do this. I like it. And when... Beatles battle beetles in a puddle paddle battle in the beetle battle puddle is a puddle in a bottle they call this a tweedle beetle it's great so anyway that's what it came from i i don't have the the link um if i had it gator man i'd send it right to you i'm sure you can get on youtube and search it and you'll be able to find it i think he did several different books true maroon on the country pleasing text line says, I can't wait to see the argument from Ole Miss fans. I told you Jordan Tamu was better. He won the third string position with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, he may do it. He's more experienced, a little older, too. Um, unnamed texter says, Did Cheryl make the right call choosing Morgan and benching you in the 97 egg ball? I think he did make the right call on, on that particular day. Yeah, I think he made the right call. If he just left Rob in the game, we probably would have won. Hey, look, hindsight, man. We all, <laughs> we've all got great hindsight. Uh, Denzel says, can we, the people, get an update on Beaver's TV situation? Well, why not? Let's check in and see what's up with Beaver. Beaver, I expect to hear you say that the entertainment center came in, 
Friday. You got it installed. The TV went up that night. You've been watching TV all weekend, right? Well, not so much, Matt Wyatt. <laughs> oh, let's, man. Let's look at it, though, in a let's twist this to a positive. Okay. The positive here is apparently FedEx wants to give us more content. They want the saga to continue <laughs> because right. it was supposed to be delivered Friday by the end of the day. I was tracking the shipping. It was, and this is where I started to get concerned because all day long, yeah, it said at two o'clock that morning arrived at Olive Branch mm-hmm. facility. But I know the way FedEx shipping information, you know, updates go, and they always say when it departed. As well. Right. They never said it departed Didn't. Olive Branch. Okay. All right. So all day long, it said it still said scheduled for delivery today. It's Friday. So I got home a little after 7 o'clock, and they updated it like at 6.50. And they said, uh, departed Olive Branch. Okay. Well, that took a while. Yeah. So Saturday and that, morning. And that, was, that was Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Friday night, A yeah. little after 7. So Saturday morning, I check it again. Oh, and then it it changed to no scheduled delivery date. I was like, oh, okay, oh, well this man. is all up in the air now. So so Saturday morning, like at two fifty, it 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 leaves Olive Branch and it says on vehicle. It says it's in Pearl on vehicle for delivery, scheduled for today. So <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe it'll be here tomorrow. You know, something's up, Beaver. And listen, all the delivery services out there are doing a heck of a job. They really are. Like the ones that are bringing stuff to our house, we've ordered different supplies and in some cases food and stuff. Um, UPS, FedEx, United States Postal Service, Amazon, they've all done a good job. But I have noticed this, Beaver, some things are happening a little more often as I think more and more people are ordering things delivered to them than they normally go and buy, right? Stuff. And it's funny you say that. The hat that I was shipping to Chicken Hawk, it was supposed to arrive at Chicken Hawk's address on Friday. Friday evening, I guess I didn't see it until Saturday morning, but it came Friday evening. I'll go in and I check the tracking to make sure it arrived. There's a notification. It's written in red and it says, your package may have been lost. So I just went and shipped him out a new one this morning. And and frankly, I did go use a different thing to ship it. But you're sitting there supposed to be getting something on Friday. It's all held up for several days and it's only a 150, 180 miles away. <laughs> you know, it's it's I guess it's just these... It's like Amazon. You know, normally anything you order from Amazon, pretty much it's going to be there within a week and it'll show up. But because of all this, back in March, you even then they started letting people know you go in, you're searching for things on Amazon. It would say, basically it would say like, heads up, um, some items are, the shipping is being delayed because of the coronavirus. We're making sure that Critical items, medical items, medicine and stuff takes a priority with our shipping services. So things that might normally you order it, it shows up in a week. It might show up in three weeks. 
So they're they're pretty overloaded, but I think they're doing a good job. It's just a a really odd time. Maybe uh, maybe FedEx thinks, look, this man doesn't need this entertainment center. Hold up on it. I don't know. Well, we'll check back in. Hopefully you have it soon. There is your update, folks. Denzel, since you were so um, concerned. Male person said on the text line, Beaver, that's pitiful. I would have had it to you on time. He says, unlike FedEx, we have delivery service competition hmm. and trash talk going on on the text line right now. <laughs> not allowed, male person, not allowed. Not during these times. Okay, real quick, I mentioned to you there were some things on Facebook. I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, Kenny said he got a mattress from Nest and Wild. Glad he purchased it. It was there in four days. The other thing was, uh, Steve says, have you heard anything about the Cowboys and when they might sign this contract with Dak? Yeah, uh, just a teeny tiny tad bit of info that leads you to believe one thing or the other, plus a story of who his backup quarterback is going to be. And we didn't even touch on that. But coming up here at start hour two, quarterbacks all over the place. We just talked about the whole Chiefs situation. Let's get into a couple of NFL stories regarding quarterbacks. One, Saints fans, I think you'll be interested in this. The other, anybody that's a state fan, a Dak fan, you'll be interested in this. That's coming up in hour number two. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.